What's up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman. This is another episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. I really appreciate everybody who's been tuning in to the podcast. Um, I just really appreciate it. Any Anyone who pays any attention to anything I do ever, uh, it's a big deal to me. So thank you guys so much. Um, this episode is going to be with my friend Linda Hong, and she's on Instagram at the real Linda Hong. And um, if you haven't noticed, uh, there's going to be a new episode with one of my friends out every Tuesday is when I'm putting them out now. And then um, uh, additionally in the week, sometime between that Tuesday and the next Tuesday, <laughs> there will be another uh, little mini episode that I'm doing called uh, Conscious Commutes, where it's just me driving in my car talking about what's, whatever's on my mind. So um, other than that, everything is going really well. Um, I'm just really enjoying life right now. I'm trying to be as present as I can and work on uh, work on myself. So uh, thank you guys for being a part of this podcast and uh, enjoy this episode with Linda Hong. What's up, Linda? Not much. What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> Not too much. We're we're here doing a podcast. Um, this is cool. I guess we can, I can kind of set up. Um, so we became friends through Jenna. We did. I'm going to meet up with her today. Oh, cool. Yeah. Tell her I said hi. I will. <laughs> Such a nice day. I was just figured we meet up and go to Forest Park. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, she actually... Uh, um, texted me the other day and asked me how I could, if I could send her the podcast that she and I did like five years ago. No way. You guys, I didn't know. I had no idea you guys did a podcast. Now I'm totally going to listen to it. Well, it's not up online anywhere. So. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to have to find that. <laughs> put that up. So I, I took a bunch of episodes down at one point um, because... They were like really old, and I felt like I had grown past like what that pod, what the podcast had become at that point. Mm. So I took it was even called like it was called Treehouse Lifestyle Podcast, like and so this was like in 2015 when I first started. Yeah, but isn't it cool to like look back and see how far you've grown, like to see what you said and is it is it counteract what you say now or like you know where it's at. It is, but it also sometimes like makes me cringe a little bit. <laughs> you mm, know what I mean? Where you're like, worthy moments. Oh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I did that. You know, so it's. Oh. But I think that's interesting. Yes. So yes and no. The interesting part about that is though, I think why we have those cringy moments is because I'm a different person now than I was then, and back then I thought it was good, and I was having those types of thoughts and those conversations, and now I'm in a different place. So you look back on it, it kind of judging based off of where you're at now. Right, yeah. As opposed to where but, you were then. And I actually talked about this the other day about who we are is our who we are is, is such a hard answer to answer. It's not just one sentence. It's a ever evolving conversation. Because who you are changes with the experiences you go through and what comes in your life and you kind of have to like um just flow with it more or less yeah just like um kind of take what you can and trial and error absolutely yeah absolutely um it's uh, so uh it's (laughs) i talk with my hands a lot (laughs) yeah sometimes the mic well it's natural to just like to have the mic kind of pull away you pull it away but uh um 
I think you're exactly right. And because we're multidimensional beings, we're not just like one thing, you know, we're not, it's like to answer the question, who, who am I is like so many different things. And I think I struggled with that, especially going into this new job because I was like, well, now I'm going to go work at a corporate job and I'm going to be wearing clothes that I normally wouldn't wear. And I'm going to be, am I going to be the same person, even Mm. though I'm going to be in this like environment that's different, you know? But the answer is, even though I'm wearing a dress shirt and dress pants, I'm still the same person. I'm still the same. It's just kind of, um, that's a different dimension of who I am. Uh, That's That's like the corporate version of me. And then like, you know, I, I would think that even the people that I work with, they know that, um, that that's it's not a facade it's just like that's the work version of you right and, and right. you're going to be a little bit different at work than you are when you're at home talking to your significant other or than when you're at the bar with your friends you know what with, i mean with that being said i've had another conversation where we as like if we looked at life as this is our stage this is where we are you know living so then you have different characters you have different characters you're playing and sometimes they don't mold meld into one another. You know, they yeah, some things might be the same, like uh physically like physical appearances and stuff like that. But you like my when I have my coaching cap on, let's say they're hats. Is it is it like the cap you <laughs> yeah. have on now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh so I have like a hat that hat on. Then that's like I'm a little bit more assertive. I have a little bit more authority as opposed to when I have like I'm with my parents and I'm their daughter. And it's it's just a totally different kind of person, you know? So I think sometimes that's what we have to realize is that we can wear those different caps at uh, different times. Like, yeah, we don't have to always be everything all at once. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's something that um, I, I struggle with that because I was trying to be the same, like, all the time, mm, I guess. And yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe not all the time, but I thought, I I just had the resistance to that. I was like, well, if I go do this now, then I'm not the same person that I am when I'm doing this. And it's just, that's just a different dimension of who we are. And, and you, I think you got to own all different dimensions. Right. You know what I mean? And we definitely hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yes. Like no one holds us to that standard except we hold ourselves to that standard of whatever that might be, you know, because every person it's different, you know. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think it's, uh, I I think it was my own resistance to that, that then like once I opened up to it or a big thing for me recently has been like surrender. Mm, Like, heck yeah. How I was just talking about before we hit record on here about how, like, Mm. I think I had been, um, I went to this party the other night, um, uh, slime was here. It's called the the name of the event was Slime was here. Oh, <laughs> um, nice! <laughs> and it was like an art showing, pop up shop type thing. And a friend of mine, he told me he was like, uh, he was like, asked me how I was liking my new job, and I said, yeah, I really like it. And he was like, yeah, I thought you would because you're a different man now than you were when you started Treehouse. You're a different person than you were, and I think I had outgrown what I was doing, or I had not, maybe not outgrown, but I was. As I look back, a lot of times you can't tell what you've went, what you're going through until after it's happened. Mm-hmm. As I look back, I was ready to level up, and leveling up maybe meant getting a job or doing something different. And 
Um, now that I, once I gave into that, but I was, it, there was something in my mind. I was like, this was my dream. This was the thing I always wanted to do. Why would I quit? And why would I give up and not keep pushing? But I think what I really needed to do was like, go look for a new opportunity, whether it was a job or a new business opportunity or rebranding or realigning or something like that. And so now that I'm doing that, it's been super, super. And, and now that I did that, it's been so helpful and I feel a lot better than I did because I'm just in a better place now. Yeah. Like all these other things in my life kind of started to fall, fall into place because mm-hmm. I changed my perspective about what this transition really meant. Gosh, uh, I feel that so hard. Ah. Yeah. because <laughs> the, And then you, and then it's that cliche, like not cliche, but it's like a quote that I was, I've been quoting. It's the Steve jobs quote. It's like, you can't connect, the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking back. Yeah. Right. So So, true. So like for me, it was just like my transition was moving back to the States after like five years of like full time travel and having to be on the go every 60 to 90 days. And it was just I I adapted that travel lifestyle and that was my life. So then whenever I had to access that stillness, I was like, whoa, like this is hard for me. And, um, and for and I had to learn through it. I had you have to go through what you go grow through what you go through. Yeah, grow <laughs> through what you go through for yeah. sure. So that was something new for me just to like sit still and and it's funny, it's what I asked for. It's just not exactly what I thought it was gonna look like. I didn't think I was gonna be moving back to my hometown, you know, and living with my parents and all and the stuff that you you wanna you know, you just think, Oh, I'm gonna be on my own. I'm going to do this on my own. And then you realize like, well, no, this is what you really need. Yeah. And you have to surrender to it and accept it and just kind of move along with it and see what unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I could, I totally agree. And I think if you're resistant to it and you do it anyway, you're going to feel like, and this was what I was worried about. You're going to feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing something that I don't want to do. I mm-hmm. wish I was yep. still back doing the old thing. And yes, sometimes I, with this new job, I was telling you about my morning routine. And uh-huh, everything. I we love can, morning routines. We <laughs> can talk more about that. But uh, as I was going through it and, and as I've had all these times where I'm kind of been like, um, I feel myself resisting. I'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's so early. I don't want to get up. I don't want to go to work and you know, or I don't want to do these things. Um, since I've had, since I've been doing all these spiritual practices, meditation, um, just kind of going with the flow, being living in the now, I'll notice when that resistance starts to creep in and I'll be like, no, I'm going with the flow right Mm -hmm. now is the time that I'm supposed to be awake. So I'm going to be awake as awake as I can. And then now is the time that I'm in the shower and I'm not going to think about what I'm going to be doing at work you know, an hour or two hours from now, I'm going to think about right now that I'm in the shower and that I'm going to enjoy this time that I have to like get ready for my day. Yep. As opposed to, I think a lot of times we're either, um, you know, I, that book, I talk about this book all the time cause it's like my Bible. It's called the power of now. I love the power of uh, now. <laughs> no, <laughs> me too. That was like life changing book. And it's one of those things. that's a very slow book too. Yes. So you don't notice it at first until you're like rereading parts. And then all of a sudden you're finished and you're like, Oh shit. Yes. It's, it's it you, really puts you in the now you can start, you start applying it to yes. your life and it's like, yes. Oh my God, this is crazy. And, um, I'm trying to, I'm like messing with these knobs here and it's like a little too loud. Okay. So you, and so I've, since reading that book and applying that to my life, I've really done a better job of like 
staying in the now, living in the now, being like the best that I can. And it helps, it helps me be better, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you start to feel overwhelmed because of you're thinking about what you have to do after work or, you know, a lot of days I'll come in and I'll have five, six, seven phone interviews to do that day. And that's like, if you look at that calendar, it's overwhelming. It's like, Oh my gosh, I got all these to do. And then I have to like go through all this administrative work after this. And it's like, well, don't look at that. Just look at one at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you yep. doing right now? And what can I do to prepare for it? Um, or I think a lot of times people look at the past and they think, oh, well, this was such a... I, I don't really have as much of a trouble with that or, like, as much trouble with that. But I think people will look at the past and be like, oh, well, you know, this person's not here anymore. They passed away. Or, they, or like, I wish things were better like they were when I was younger or... Um, you know, oh, this was like, I think we're walking around having never, you know what? I, uh, I'll just talk about it. Like when I was younger, I had a girlfriend who cheated on me and like we had, mm-hmm. a, we were together for two and a half years and the way that ended was very, um, toxic and like just not the way that our relationship ended was horrible. Um, as I look back on it now and I don't think I ever forgave that person for like how yeah. they treated me and what they did. And, um, you can say, I don't think she necessarily did what she did to hurt me, but it still hurt very badly. And it was, um, so now I, I, the other day I was, the thought just popped in my head. I was like, I don't think I've ever given, forgiven this person for what they did. And I've never really let it go. And so now when this person, they don't pop into my head that often, but when that thought pops into my head, I try to forgive them instead of like, even though, they're a horrible person and they did a horrible thing. It's, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm letting go of that. I'm not going to let it affect me now. Something that happened 14 years ago continue to affect me now. Yeah. I think we forget how we can hold on to things like that because they do, um, like put a wall up. Let's just say, and uh, man, I was just going to say like, uh, I was going to say something and then I forgot now. (laughs) Oh, dang it. Yeah, I know. I hate when that happens. Uh, I'll remember. Don't worry. Um, But with, with all, like, I remember when I like going back to uh, reading the power of now, um, I remember when I started that book is because I had a really, like my brain wouldn't shut off. Mm. Like I was always worried about something and it wouldn't stop. And I didn't know how to fix it. I was always just worried. And I just remember finding that book. And then uh, after reading it, it was kind of surprising how I could just focus on what was in front of me. And like going back to like what we forget and what we were, who we were. Because I forgot who I was almost. Like the, peop- the things I left behind, like the things I grew out of. And then like, and then when we talk about like when we bring up conversations like this, I'm like, oh, yeah. I used to be that person. I used to be that person that worried all the time, but you would never know it now. You would never know it knowing me now because I'm so like in the moment. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you want to bring those topics up and be like, I completely see you and I understand what you're going through. And, um, and then I remember like with that being said, um, I was coining what, I remember now what I was saying, what you were saying about how we think about what we have to do and like our day, our week, our whatever things we have ahead and planned. It's called future tripping. We're Mm -hmm. we're tripping so much on the future that we can't, your brain 
doesn't have those um, in-between moments. Your brain mm-hmm. can only see like, like I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to mm-hmm. do that. And you don't see like, oh, well, you have to take a break to like eat. You mm-hmm. have to take a break to talk to your family. You have to take a break to do this. Or sometimes, who knows, you can get in a car accident, a fender bender, you know, and that, you know, you don't, but your brain can't process that. It can only process what you think it sees, like... So. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. I completely agree. And a future tripping, I think, we. I was just talking to some of my friends about this yesterday. Is what that is is you're using your imagination to think about exactly. an outcome that hasn't happened yet. So, and this would happen to me all the time with um, when I was doing treehouse because. I would think I would look at the money in my bank account and I would be like, okay, well on Friday, this amount's going to be auto debited and I don't have enough in there right now. So mm-hmm. what am I going to do? What's going to happen? My account's going to overdraft. Where am I going to get the money to like cover for? And, and it would all guess what? It would always work out somehow. Cause I always trusted that it would, but you're, you're making up, future outcomes that haven't happened yet you're using your imagination essentially and then and you're doing the same thing i think we're doing the same thing when we think about the past the past mm, is just yeah, memory definitely. the yeah. past ha- isn't happening now it, it, and it actually it maybe happened a long time ago but it's like it's just a memory it's all in your mind and in your head right now and you can put your that's how powerful the mind is oh is God. you can you can put yourself into the feeling of if I if I really want to think about it, I can think about when my grandpa passed away seven and a half years ago, and I can put my I can go back in my memory and put myself into where I was standing at the funeral the funeral, and they were playing like the taps the trumpet uh-huh. you know we were at the um, uh, cemetery and the like the trumpet players or the veterans are playing taps in the background like and I'm standing there crying and I will start crying yeah. you know yeah but like. Because you can literally relive those moments. Exactly. But I think it's the idea of breaking those habits of reliving those moments all the time. Because when when some when traumatic things like that happen, it's like we want or or when we think of a traumatic thing that could happen in a few days or later today or in a couple of weeks, our mind and our ego wants to like fixate on that and continue replaying it's a, it's it over a and over. Feedback loop. Yeah. 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 It's a, and um, I, man, I was just literally talking about this. I had a, a nice little walk with a friend today and we were just having these conversations where we talk about like how powerful your brain really, really is and like what's going on in there. And like, we don't realize it cause it's not physically in front of us. Our brain, you know, uh, what is that? Um, if you can't see it, like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, even though you know that you have a brain and all that stuff, it's just like it's not physically in front of you, so you don't really worry about it. It's not like we take our brain out and, like, it, you know, put it in a little jar <laughs> and, like, assess, you know, can you download, download things on the computer and assess what's going on. You don't because, do that? <laughs> <laughs> you look over yeah. in the corner and I'm like, there's a, there's a jar with yeah, my brain exactly. and I go, that's my yeah. brain, Linda. <laughs> no, like, exactly. That's what I mean. So then I think that's why people for, um, just, we forget that, like, our brain is that powerful and that we can create those memories. But I also think that m- those memories that we relive can be beautiful memories, happy memories. You know, because I think of sometimes when I sit there and I see something or I th- or get reminded of something and I have this huge smile on my face of, like, the things I got to do. And then you just kind of, you're like, oh, yeah, and you're grateful. Those are those yeah. grateful moments. Yes. You know? 
I think that's the beauty of it is that you can so choose. So there's a balance. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. You can choose. Yep. You can like now and and I think so I always I always end up saying things and then putting disclaimers on them. But like <laughs> you can choose what you want to think about and pe- then people will say, "Well, Wes, it feels like I can't though because my brain, like you said, your brain won't shut off." Well, that's you can it takes practice and it takes effort and it's like I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I've meditated every day for the last 1,200 days. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, That's awesome. And it still is hard for me to yes. not think about things that I don't want to think about. But it's easier than it was before those 1,200 days because before those 1,200 days, I didn't have any practice mm-hmm. of trying to like window. Uh, I think of like windshield wipe, like windshield wipe away the thoughts that I don't want. You know what I mean? It's like, um, and now I can, um, but even, even when things were really, really stressful for me, it's like, it's really difficult to not think about the things that are stressing you out. Cause your ego, your ego uh, talking about the power now again, your ego needs to be fed and mm-hmm. it like feeds off of drama or pain or anything negative or like, um, co- comparison or judgment, all of that kind of stuff. That's kind of makes us feel like or or it can feed off of like that I'm better than this person type. Yeah, you know yeah, definitely. all of those things that like that's not really who we are. That's like our ego and I think yes. the thing that that book taught me the Wait, most ego is the enemy or no? A power of now. Oh okay. Power, power of now. I haven't read ego is the I enemy. I want to that's yeah. a book I want to read, yeah. Uh I do too. Uh like before I like the the perfect example is that the ego is like our, it's like a part of our, our body. It's like this invisible, uh, our ego in our mind. Like, uh, and I love the power of now cause he gives the example of like, if the, if your hand was just like twitching all the time and your, or your thumb or your arm, and it was constantly trying to get you to pay attention to it, people would look at you and be like, you're crazy. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what the ego is doing, but we can't see it. You know, and we, and so it's like this invisible. It's a, it is a part of our body or a part of our being that we have that like you kind of need to get to know to understand. Oh, that's just my ego being afraid, or that's just my ego popping up being judgmental. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, there's it's like fear. I think is the motivator behind all of that because it's like what we don't know and what we. Uh, want to know like it's it's either is stopped by fear because you're too afraid to know what can happen and sorry it's okay <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting to put the i'm just mic looking closer at the to my mouth <laughs> i just want to make sure it, it, it comes up yeah and i think fear is a it's either we have fear or love and it's like you can choose again you know you might be in that moment of choosing fear or ego or whatever, you know, I think that um, uh, fear is like the umbrella and then everything else kind of drops out, uh, drops down in between. And it's like, and then you have love. It's like, choose to love again. Choose to, you know, um, say that you're worthy. Say that you're not afraid and then that you're willing to, like, try again. You know, even if you fail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, there's a big part of that is, like, loving yourself, you know, um, even the parts of yourself that you're like, my coach, the coach that I work with, Mike Kitko, um, he talked about this to me one time. He was like, think about, um, he's like, you are so hard on other people because you're probably really hard on yourself. And like, 
I never realized that because I, I get frustrated with, there was a point in time in my life, <laughs> I know this is going to sound really judgmental, but I looked around at like all, some of my friends and my family and I was like, why is everybody around me seem like so messed up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was like, it's, it's like everybody has things that they need to deal with and like, um, it's it's not it's so easy to be frustrated with especially your friends close friends and family like why can't you get this why can't you change why can't mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. i think people like you and i who are really into personal growth and self-care and routine and like we're helping other people with these things it's like i see it much more clearly i'm like oh well you've you're you're depressed because you never like have expressed you don't express your feelings and you don't you know, you're not taking care of yourself. You're not getting up in the morning. You're not, and it's like I, I can see how I can fix, like uh, I don't want to say fix people, but like I can, I can see what needs to be remedied sometimes, yeah. mm-hmm. and I also can see potential in people. So I'm like, you could be yeah, up that's here, what, that's what I but you're say. down here because yep. you're just not like making the right decisions and you're not forming the right habits. You're in bad habits right now, like so you need to like reform and and make new habits. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm the perfect example of that because I, I still perfect, have bad habits. I don't think perfect exists though either. I agree. I, yeah. Perfect totally seems agree. like a word that like I, th- I think should define, have a new meaning if that's the case. It's this, you know, maybe it's like in that moment it's perfect, but not, it's not um, finite. Yeah. Or infinite yeah. or, yeah. I, I mean, it's especially with something subjective like music, um, I could go through and all the things that I record I could nitpick and be like, okay, well, that note could have been a little right. bit better, or this or that. Yeah. But to someone who's not a musician or not a guitarist, they would be like, oh, holy shit, dude, you shred. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I would. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's me nitpicking everything, you know. Uh, but I, so I think I think it. What helps with that is like just to, and that's kind of what I was getting at is just self self acceptance, like accepting where I'm at and that like. This is where I'm at, and this is what I need to work on, and that I have these things in my life that I need to work on, and I need to. My coach was telling me like you need to love those things about yourself too, right? Even though they're flaws, you have to be like. But it's so hard to love a flaw, you know what I mean? Mm. And be, or, or maybe just accept yourself that like this is a flaw that I have, and I'm okay with it, and I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I think so many people. Um, struggle with uh their they they can't accept that they have flaws and so it makes them think that they're never good enough because they right. have this flaw that like it's like no that's just a thing that maybe that's an opportunity for you to improve that if you see it uh, uh, i think what that is is like people have they have enough self-awareness to know i have something that i need to work on mm-hmm but they don't know how to work on it or they don't want to, or they don't want to face it or they don't want to put in the effort. So they just continue to look at this flaw and it can, it can literally lead you in a downward spiral of depression. Yeah. I think <laughs> and well, self hate, you know, like, yeah. And you're right. And like, what's interesting about that is that's, that's, I actually did a poll on my Instagram. Like, do you have self-awareness? Simple question, just to see what everybody would say. And I think 60% said, yes, they do. But I would be willing to challenge that because self-awareness isn't knowing what you like to eat. Like that's not the type of self-awareness I'm talking about. Isn't it? It's like when you, so then when you, when you really want to say no, why are you saying yes? 
kind of thing. It's like that deeper self-awareness of like calling your own shit out and being able to like be like, what if you have a thought about someone that's passing you? Like just no one that you know and they're just walking into the judgment and you start to judge, judge them. And then you, all of a sudden you have to really stop in your tracks at that moment saying, whoa, why am I judging that person? That's when you have self-awareness, when you can really pull yourself out of your own little box and see it from a bird's eye view and be able to question yourself and then break it down and then you unpack it. And then you unpack where that's all coming from. And then you can learn from it. That's how you grow. Because mm-hmm. that's, and then that's what we do every day. Like the, it doesn't come natural. It, it, as, as much as we love it for it to come naturally, it really doesn't. This is daily practice. This is every minute, every day, every second. You're, you know, you're, you're practicing love and gratitude because if you don't use it, you lose it. Like, yeah. You know? Well, and, and, and I, I completely agree with you. And I think it's like, it's discipline too. And it's, yeah. it's like a muscle. It's, it's a muscle that you have to exercise and that you have to flex and like Get continue to build because mm-hmm. uh, even yesterday I was, you know, I've got my little lunch uh, pail with me and I, I have like a banana and an apple and some carrots and a protein bar in there. And like, I'm trying to get out of the hat. I'm trying to eat a little bit more healthier, even though like every day for lunch, I have a peanut butter jelly and everything that I just mentioned is like <laughs> what I take for lunch every day. Um, which peanut butter and jelly isn't that healthy, but it has health, you know, there's protein in the peanut butter and like there's um, some vitamins in the jelly. And then I do eat fruit and vegetables every day. So like, um, but on the weekends, it's like all hell breaks loose. Like <laughs> I, I want to get my stuffed crust pizza. I want my impossible Whopper. Uh, you know, I want the Beyond Burger. And it's like, <laughs> the, even though all of those, even though it's vegetarian, those things still aren't healthy for you. <laughs> and it's like, I, it's so easy to be like, oh, I have the money. I'll just buy it. And like, like I'm out and about. I'll just buy this burger and eat it and go. But yesterday I was like, I could feel the urge starting to come up around mm-hmm. like every, every, cause every Saturday it, breaking the habit of being yourself. Ooh, at, such at, a good book. <laughs> and thank you for that yes, book. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Every Saturday around like noon or one, I get an impossible Whopper. So around that time yesterday, my body started to crave the impossible Whopper. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. I've got this fruit here. I've got these carrots. I'm going to eat that instead. And it's like, that's the process of like, it takes discipline and it takes like self-control. But like, I'm intentionally saying I'm not going to give into my human needs right, right now. Right. I This is not aligned with... It's your with, feedback loop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. And like, you know, I really want to get in. Um, I don't. I don't feel like I'm super unhealthy or overweight or like, you know, I, I don't have negative. Um, I don't feel bad about my physical appearance, right. but I, I know I could take care of myself a little bit better. And I know that I could spend a little bit more time working out and I could watch a little bit more. I, sometimes it's good to maybe on Friday night, that's my one night that I like indulge, you know, and buy whatever I want, you know, eat whatever I want. But like, to just give into it all the time right. is not is probably why I'm in the place that I'm at. So well, you also just created a habit. It's just a ha- you created a habit every Saturday. I'm doing you just you know it's, it's sometimes you like do it and you're like oh I'm gonna reward myself like one day and all of a sudden you're like oh, I'm gonna do it again because I haven't had it this week. Or you're like I've been good this week. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know and. Maybe that is the case. Maybe you have to just challenge yourself, though. Maybe, you know, create the challenge, like set the bar a little higher where you're like, okay, if I, for example, if I walk 10,000 steps Monday through Friday, 
I'm going to reward myself with an impossible burger. And that's going to be harder than it looks because you know how much, how much effort it's going to have to take to do 10,000 steps every day, you know, like every weekday. So maybe that's like a way for you to create that challenge for yourself to, you know, make it a little bit more difficult to get to that, that per, per, um, that like burger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Example. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, um, and I then, love challenges too. It just makes you grow. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I think even once you get to that point where you've had the ten thousand steps, you might be like, you know what? I don't even really need exactly. it. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna like discredit all this that I've done. Mm, there you go. So, and that's when you've yeah. reached in somewhat some enlightenment. You know. Yeah, and you know, um, my coach um, was telling me that. Cause I, I'm, I was kind of resistant to working out and he was saying, you know, I've ran several half marathons in the past and like, I love to run. Um, and I like to do a little bit with weights and, um, I would like to get into yoga a little bit more, but I just, I'm, I haven't joined a class or, you know, I I haven't really started doing it at at home. I know there's probably a ton of YouTube videos that for beginners that you could do yoga poses and stuff, but, um, I just haven't done it. And he was always telling me, cause I had the mindset that, well, I'm training for a half marathon. So if I'm training for this half marathon, every time that I would do the half marathon, I would run for like a week after that. But then I would just, if I didn't book another race, I wouldn't feel like what's the, I would be like, what's the point in running? Hmm. And he taught me, he's like, you don't have to have a, a goal to exercise. He's like, and it doesn't have to be this, like, um, he works out, for like 15 or 20 minutes every day in the, like in the morning. And I'm like, he's like, that's, he's like, you know, I'm not shooting for a certain weight. I'm not sure shooting to get ripped. I'm just working out to work out. And that actually really changed my perspective. Cause I was like, well, shit, like maybe I can just work out for 15 <laughs> minutes every day. Yeah. And that can just be like, I, that's just, I just check it off the list. I'm not right, trying to, right. um, get ripped. Um, but you will get ripped if you do that every day. You know what I mean? Like, or you will be in better shape than you were if you weren't doing it, if well, you didn't have that habit, you know? So I'm actually taking, uh, the science of well-being course through Yale and it talks about like mental health and it actually just working out for 30 minutes a day really does boost your mental health and releases endorphins. There's so much research behind this and it, and and it's exactly that it's like you're working out for your well-being for your, just your sanity because we have so much energy. We don't know where to put it. So we need to release it. Right. So I think that's why working out is is so beneficial for anybody. And uh, with that being said, like I've done CrossFit for like eight years now and I've been a coach for the last almost four years or three years. And I've noticed something for myself. So I'm the opposite scale of that. Like instead of like I always work out. And then I had this point where I thought if I wasn't dying by the end of the workout, I didn't get a good workout. So I'd almost trouble myself because of that i'd feel like if i wasn't like on the ground dead breathing really hard sweating i didn't get a good workout in so it in turns go back to like what your coach says like just get 15 to 20 minutes or ten thousand steps in that's all you don't have to kill yourself to to feel like you did something for yourself you know so yeah it goes both ways Uh, and i think we get into that where it's like oh well i didn't get a good workout in if i'm not like fatigued like dying on the floor and it's like no you can just this morning 15 minutes i did like 
uh, some a little bit of weight. I did three things, like three movements. I did two things with weights and then 50 jumping jacks. Yeah. Three times each, yeah. like three sets of, of... It's that simple, isn't it? Reps. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like... And and now, like, the, I've been doing that. I've done that every day since... I didn't do it on Thursday, but I've been doing it for, like, a little over a week now. And, like, my arms are starting to feel a little bit, like, less soft. And they're starting <laughs> to, like, kind of nice. hard, you know, hard. And, and um, I just feel better than if I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's huge. And it's like it's just forming the habit of doing it. Exactly. And then you would get to the point where if you miss a day, you're like, oh, my God, I missed a day. Like, I need to get back and do yeah. that again. Yeah. You, you make it a habit. If it, it becomes like where you, it would feel weird not to do it. Yeah. And it's the same thing as like um, I think of my morning routine. I don't I can't go a morning without starting it, without finishing it, at least finishing the bare minimal. And then getting, then going into my day and getting started. Yeah. 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 My meditation, it, I, I have to do that. Same. Like, that's the one thing that I could not, um, I, I try to meditate and journal and then. <laughs> we in, have like the same morning routine. <laughs> yeah. In the morning, I try to, most of the time I have to take a shower too. And I do have to take my dogs out and feed them with, which does take maybe around like five to 10 minutes because sometimes they take forever. Our, one of our dogs is getting really old. And he takes a really long time to go to the bathroom. He takes a really long time to do anything. <laughs> so it's a, he's very slow. He, let me just put it that way. You watch him like, except for when it's time to eat, then he like all of a sudden has a burst of energy. But like, um, if you just watch him walk down the hallway, it's like watching paint dry. It's like, <laughs> seriously, dude, Aww. like I know you have more energy than that. Like You're just like, let me just pick you up and just like, let's get yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, if I don't do my meditation in the morning now, I don't think... Like I would feel like something was wrong, mm. I, you know, and 10 minutes to like clear your head. Um, and um, someone told me this, too. I can't remember. But like your mind needs to like boot up like your computer. Like, well, the MacBook Air actually like boots up pretty quick. But like, <laughs> you know, when a computer starts up or your phone, it's like it's like getting all the programs up and ready to go. So it can be like up to speed. And I think your mind needs to do that, too, where it's like, OK, let me get like I was just asleep for like eight hours let me get back up and running again let me like mm. figure out how i can get like i love that you know I love that analogy like ready for what's about yeah. to happen yeah that's awesome like and and that's that's such that's such a big deal like i i talk about a morning routine all the time because i had um a hard time for myself finding one that i liked and and now like i'm sure people might say like really oh you that's like you made a guide about it it's like that's exactly why i made a guide about it is because i didn't have one and i thought like man it can be actually so simple yet so hard exact at, at the same time and why is that it's because we have too many options it's like well i want to do this i want to do this oh well what if i do this and then it doesn't it's not you know as good as this and then so you just you kind of instead of doing it you're just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think some people will even say, I don't have time to do everything. Like, my my wife will s- tell me that sometimes. So sometimes my wife will tell me that, like, she didn't have time to make the bed or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when because a lot of times we leave at different times. And I think it's like a – and I'm not trying to pick on my wife, but I think it's like a mental thing. It's like because making the bed takes maybe 30 seconds. Like, it doesn't take even a full minute. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, too, like folding laundry or these little chores, like taking out the trash. Like we think 
they're going to take like a basket of laundry will take an hour. Oh a a yeah. basket of laundry like literally takes 10 to 20 minutes depending on how much is in it and what's in it. If it's like a bunch of little socks that need to be paired, like that's different than like sometimes there's actually just like a bunch of towels and it's really only like 12 or thir- 12 towels. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally... It's like, it doesn't take that much time. It's just like mentally we think it does. It's the same thing as what our brain does whenever we think it's going to uh, take longer than it actually is or it's going to be worse than it actually is, you know. Um, and in reality, it's really not that bad. Like, you know, when you have a fear of something and you want to try it out like a roller coaster and then you get on it and you and it's done, you're like, oh, wow, I, I made that seem way worse than it was actually going to be. And I think whenever I came out with my um, morning routine guide and I wanted a lot of like people to try it out, I'm like, hey, try it out, see what you think, you know. Everybody's like, girl, I ain't got time for that. Like, uh. You know, girl, like, I got kids. You don't got kids. I'm like... And, you know, they give me all these excuses and reasons. And I'm like, hey, let, let's talk about it. I want to know more. Because in my mind, I think it's just an idea you have that you can't do it. And that it's going to add more to the list as opposed to taking away. You know, they think it's going to, like, put more on top of the thing they already have to do. And it's like, well, actually, it's going to prepare you to feel like you have more energy. So if it's going to help you out, why wouldn't it, if it's going to benefit you, why wouldn't you just give it a go? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Uh, when I first started finding out about things like law of attraction and it was all about thinking positive and um, thinking about things that make you feel good and practicing gratitude, I was like, well, the least the worst thing that's going to happen is I think about positive things. Yeah. What would that like? What's the negative side of that? And people might say, oh, well, if you're only looking at the positive, you're not looking at reality and that, like, reality is bad and, like, you know, there's war and people kill each other and rape and murder and blah, blah, and people steal. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I don't look for those things. I don't turn on the news. Like, I don't, or I don't look at things with that perspective per se. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't, like, it's not that I don't believe that the world is a bad place. Yes, I know that there's bad things in the world. I just choose to not fixate on them and like complain about them. Exactly. And we're and and I focus on what are the things that I want to do that make me happy? Like when I'm not at work, I come down here and I'm like write songs and record them and do podcasts mm-hmm. and and I create as as opposed to like just sitting at home and not You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I get it. And yeah. and I think like the positive part of that like you know, I don't know what could come, uh, what will come from this podcast. I know people will listen to it, and it will probably help something. Or maybe there's one thing out of this. I think what we're saying is literally like gold right now for people well, that want to self improve. But yeah, I agree because you know. I think it's the, if our if our one if we had to give one word to say like what we're trying to do, it's to inspire. Absolutely. Inspire you to be better, to go for whatever you want to try and not be afraid to do it. And, and I, it's interesting when you say about the world and the, the, or the, um, just our, like what we have going on in the world. Right. Like I think about, um, I actually came up with a theory. Uh, I have many theories. (laughs) I'll share them all with you one day, but this one in particular, it it talks about our worlds because we have more, um, more than we have our inner world. Like, at least I call them worlds. Um, inner worlds of us, ourselves, our relationship with self. And then we have, like, 
uh, the circle around that, which is like our closest people to us, like our, you know, your immediate family. And then you have the next circle, which is your good, really good friends. And then your next circle, which is your acquaintances and like coworkers and friendships and stuff like that. And then your next circle around that is strangers and people you interact with, like your mail, you know, your mailman or something like that. The clerk at the coffee you know, shop or whatever, then you kind of go more around that. And it's like your community, like your neighborhood, the, where you live. And then you keep going around that and it just expands and expands and expands. And so whenever we go to global crises like that, like climate change and Donald Trump, and, you know, you get so fixated on these, like these these really far, far see, then you start to see them nuclear the, war. Yeah, when you see like, the rings and how far they are from you, it is you. You can't put yourself outside because you have to start inside first, and then hopefully, and 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 as you're you're strengthening your the inside, like the the deep core part of it, it will radiate out, and it will intrinsically you know go move in that path if you're really wanting to help and make a change in that way. You know, if you're wanting to, I, I think I've noticed that when I have conversation with everybody is that we all want to make change. We all want to make change for the better. And then, and that is totally okay to, you know, go towards and move towards, you know? Yeah, uh, I agree. I think some people, especially when it comes to politics, like their idea of what is better is not necessarily better for everyone. It's what's better for them. Well, we live you know in a really I mean? righteous state, too. Like yeah. righteous mindset. Like everybody wants to believe they're right and not willing to hear others people's opinions. And because if that that's the case, that everybody's right. Like get it? Like everybody's right. So then therefore you can't like see it like it's agree to disagree. I remember when um, Donald Trump, like for example, just because it's an incident. Like I remember when he got um, elected and he won. Everybody was freaking out. Every single person I think I knew was having a really bad meltdown about it. And I kind of was neutral. I was like, I don't like the guy. They're like, but I didn't do anything to stop him from getting in. Like, I wasn't at pep rallies. I wasn't trying, you know. It's like now, of course, when he's in, everybody's freaking out about it. Where were you before that when he was running? You know, it's like I'm calling you out now because it's like now is the time to act because it's like the next, you know, the next uh, term's coming up. And it's an interesting thing of how it let pe- people let it get to them. But then now it internally made people take action. So yeah. is it a bad thing? I don't know. I think that's up to the person to decide, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's tr- that That's such an interesting perspective to have. And I think that there's, there are, when you think about it as there's no good or bad things, there's what we determine to be good or bad Hundred, things. Yes. It's how we, yep. it's if, 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 uh, if your water spilled, if your water spilled on my video games, <laughs> you, I, yeah, I might be like, Oh dude, this sucks. This is a horrible thing. Like, but to someone who that has no effect over, they might be like, oh, that's nothing. Or they might be like, that's a good thing. You don't need to be playing video games while you're down here, West. You need to be, Ooh, pra- you know what I'm you- saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. it all depends on how you look at it. And I yes. think that's why, that's why I've always, once I understood that, that's why I tried to preach positivity because I'm like, if you can look for the positive things or you can frame something as it being positive, mm. me being fired from my job seven years ago at the time, I thought it was really, well, at the time I hate, absolutely <laughs> hated that job. So, yeah. but like it was a, it was a bad thing. It was a scary thing. But now I look back on it. I'm like, 
that was actually a good thing. I did, should not have been in that job. It was not healthy for me. It was not good for my mental health. It, it was just not a good place mm-hmm. for me to be. And it threw me off on a, um, on a path that I'm on now that's mm-hmm. like a much better path yeah, than if I would have stayed there. Yeah, and you wouldn't know that until it and until later on in life. And it's interesting how we, when we say perspective, I always talk about this analogy because a friend of mine said it to me. And like, oh man, I just had this like light bulb go off and be like, oh yeah. And it's like, you know, the, 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 um, is your glass half full or half empty? Right. And it's like, who cares? You have a freaking glass. Yeah. You have a glass. Like, so fill it, fill it, whatever you, you know, maybe some days you want to be half full. (laughs) Maybe some days you want to be really full. It just, it just, it just depends on yourself and what you're going through. And, and every chapter or every season in life is so is, can be ever changing. It's not all going to be amazing, amazing, amazing. And it's not all going to be awful. Like, either so it goes both it goes like it just it's a it's a wave it's a it's a literally just a wave it's 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 a dance and you have to like learn how to go move with it and I think for me like when just literally this past May I was laid off and it kind of was like at first I I was like oh my god my life when because I was a traveler so that's what funded my traveling like how I was able to move around because I worked remotely and I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, freaking out, freaking out. And then all of a sudden, I, like, took a step back. And then I started to realize I asked for this. Like, uh, like I put it out into the universe because I was looking for another job. I was asking. I wasn't sure if I was aligning with the job that I had anymore. I mean, I had all these, like, things going on in my brain and just kind of putting it out there. And all of a sudden, it happened. It just didn't happen on the time I wanted it to happen. Yeah. So therefore yeah. I deemed it as like, Oh my God, like this bad thing. But then I realized now like, this is what I needed. This is what I needed to challenge myself again. Because yeah. I was just, I wanted that feeling again to, to grow. I wanted that growing feeling. I, I think it's a similar thing with what I, what I just went through with Treehouse too, is like this, I've grown already in the seven or eight weeks that I've worked at this job more than I maybe have in the last like several months that I worked was doing Treehouse. Um but dude, I mean I could talk to you. I know we're coming up on an hour here. I could talk to you. You're gonna have to come back. <laughs> I know. Because we there was not a single minute second of dead air here. Um and I feel like everything that you say and I think that's why we've become such good friends so quickly. Yes, I agree. It's cause everything that you say and everything that I say, you have something to add and I have something to add. And it just like snowballs into this like awesome thing. And I feel like I've, I always feel uplifted every time that Aww, I talk to you. Thanks. <laughs> that makes me feel, that's, I, but I feel the same exact way. And I think uh, it's, it's great because of the fact that we have, um, I like to call radical transparency and radical expression where we aren't afraid to dive deep, you know? Yeah. I'm not afraid I, I, anymore. It's like, what or I'm we don't get uncomfortable. Right, either. right. Yeah. I mean, what I've going what I'm going through and what I've went through could maybe help somebody else. So mm, if I were yeah. to be silent about it, I would not be doing I feel like I'm doing a favor to society by being authentic and transparent, um, as opposed to being like, you know, there's a lot of people out there now that are like, You can do it, I believe in you. And it's like no, I think I. Hey, I've been an entrepreneur. I've been self-employed. It's hard. It's it's you can do it, but let me give you the reality. There's gonna you're gonna have to 
work really, really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be hard on your mental health. It's going to be hard in your relationships. So how bad do you want it? If you want it that bad that, that you're going to have to, that it's going to be that big of a balance, especially at first and that big of a change, then go for it. If you don't really want to face all those challenges, then don't. Well, and I also think it's again, trial and error, but we all have what leveling or different degrees of what's hard and easy. Yes. Like, like our definition, everybody's definition is not the same is not the same at all. You got a person that's work ethic is insane and they think what your heart is is easy. You know, and I think that's something you have to figure out for yourself. Otherwise. Absolutely. So the un, the the thing is just to try. Yeah. Yeah. Just try. Mm-hmm. Just try. And it's okay if it doesn't work out. Exactly. It's yeah, okay it's if you want to okay. move on. I I had such I struggled with that. I was like I don't, I, you know, this treehouse stuff that I'm doing, like it's not working as much as good as it was or as smoothly as it was at first. Maybe I should move on. But if that happens, what, what will people think? What will I think? Well, like, what will my new job look mm-hmm. like? And yeah. once I just accepted it, it was like, I don't care what people think. It's mm-hmm. almost kind of given me more of a, like, at this point in my life, I don't care more than I've ever not cared ever before right (laughs) (laughs) and i also think we're definitely all here to create something whatever that might be like just remember you're here to like and don't say you're not creative because we are all born with it everyone's created to create yeah what's your uh so on instagram it's at the real linda hong yeah and what is it you have a website right um no just, just the, just I'm working on it. Okay, that's that's getting there. Okay. But uh, I, yeah, just the, just the Instagram for right now. But I'm also writing a lot on Medium. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Well, I'm definitely gonna have you come back if you're down. Yes, definitely. I, I think, I mean, this podcast is called Wes Hoffman with friends, and everybody that's some of the people that have even been on the podcast already have been on twice. Um, and I've only put out like five or six episodes. Perfect. So I would love for you to come back and maybe sit in with somebody else while they're yeah, here. Yeah, you know or who like, I, you I'm going to suggest Jenna. Yeah, yeah. yeah I should have you awesome and Jenna come yeah. and you guys should be on. Because we that'd always be, have conversations great. like this as okay. well. So Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you it. so much. Appreciate yeah, you. High five. Much love. <laughs> <laughs>